and hello. We're live and alive once again. We made it for another week. We survived. We did not die. How you doing? How you doing, mate? I'm doing good. Um, last week. Well, this week. It's not last week yet until this is posted. Time travel. Um, Ooh, time travel. It was, it was a decent week. Was, uh... Ooh, lovely. Yeah, same. It's been very, very sunny over here. Um, I am a pasty, pasty white boy, in case you couldn't tell. Um, and have somehow amassed a burn in one area of my body. Oh, no. And guess where it is? <laughs> uh, forehead. Literally just my knee. Okay. Just one of my knees. Not even both. Just one of my knees is sunburnt somehow. Damn. And the rest of me is okay. I think my wrist as well has a little bit. That's what you get for having your legs out. You, uh, isn't it? Just getting my fucky little legs out. Yeah, <laughs> get me pins out for the lads. <laughs> no, it's been it's been very nice though. It's been very very nice. Um, spent the last week also. I've I've just just clocked today, my uh, fifth workout of the week. Nice. Um, my Fitbit tells me that's a good thing. Tells me that I'm doing all right. Um, just been hitting like dumbbell workouts in the garden because it's been so nice. Yeah. I've just been doing like because I I'm I'm one of those people that I find cardio incredibly boring. Yeah, and it just doesn't feel right to me. Like I I get annoyed I, if I'm doing sort of like ten minutes even of cardio. I'm like, oh, when is it over? Like when is it done? I just want to do something else. Yeah. Um. But with weights, like yesterday, I did a fifty minute workout with dumbbells, and obviously my heart rate still, you know, still pounded when you're doing that, isn't it? Yeah. So I've just been doing that, and yeah, feeling pretty good, mate. Feeling pretty good. Um, nice. Doing doing all right on the old, you know, fitness front. Um, other than that, yeah, what else have I been up to this week? What have you been up to this week? Maybe that'll jog my memory on what I've been up to. Well, speaking of things, that I've, well, well, technically it wasn't this week. But uh, this time um, last week we were also recording the podcast, but I was also getting ready to propose to my uh, beautiful life partner, Laura. Who's oh. now my fiance? She uh, said yes. So uh, don't know how wise that decision was, but uh, so big things happening. I would, I would say very unwise, but very fun decision from her. Absolutely. <laughs> no, congratulations! I already said this to you. Obviously, like yep. this isn't. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> we we should do that nowadays. We just don't talk to each other for a week. <laughs> it's content. It's content for yeah, the pod. Yeah. Everything's content, bro. Everything's content. I I I hate that. I hate that. That's that's a true thing, though, isn't it? Like, if 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 this was if this was you know if if we were about five or six years younger, yeah. you would have probably recorded that and TikToked it. You know what I mean? <laughs> nah, nah, I don't, one of those I don't like know. robot voices over the top, like proposing to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that that trend because I like it because uh, Laura uses the TikTok, and that I hear like obviously she watches them out loud because she uh, hates me. But um, th- those ones where it's the Microsoft Sam voice or whatever, like that robot voice, other things like what? Well, why not? Why there's not, loads of them. Isn't why there? not you just use your own? Like, yeah, there's loads of them, and it's for like it's for a lot of shit that's just like. It doesn't really make sense to use it for. It's just like I'm making a sandwich or something like that. Like what? Like, yeah. Why not just say that? Oh, it's like, just weird. Like you just overhear weird shit just coming from whoever's phone's playing TikTok. It's like I put my willy in a tumble dryer or something like that. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> yeah. 
hang on. <laughs> one, why? Two, why the robot voice? It's, but, it's um, very, very, very odd. But um, that weird TikTok shit aside, congratulations, mate. That's fantastic you, news. Yeah. Um, you both pair of lovely, lovely human beings, um, even if you are a bit of a goblin. Yeah. And I wish you all the best and all Thank the you. all the love in the world, baby. Nice it's going to be real. Um, it's going to be particularly hype because as the general public knows, I don't uh, drink or consume alcohol or even inhale alcohol secondhand. So my stag, stag day is going to be uh, some karaoke, pal. Oh, so, mate, when are you doing that? Get get your uh, get your song. I mean, you'll not be until like near the wedding, which is about two two years out. But like, oh hell yeah, dude! You know I love karaoke, yeah. and it's gonna be the uh, the Korean kind where we're in a booth just having fun, not like the staple British type where it's sort of in a pub full of. Oh, honestly, I like people. so. This is <laughs> I actually was thinking about this recently because me and a friend were talking about um, Yakuza Zero. And yeah. the the karaoke shit in Yakuza, right? Yeah. Um, and how good just and how fun karaoke is, yeah. right? Um, and so we were talking, we were talking about that, and I was thinking to myself just how much I love that karaoke experience, where it's just like, okay, these are my friends. We're going in here, we're singing, because it also gets the people that don't like karaoke or don't get, you yeah. know, don't have that um, confidence to do stuff like that in front of people um it gets them to actually do something to like you know um sing and have fun because it's in a closed environment but the the traditional british one which i think uh in newcastle i encountered many times opposite that fucking tesco i can't remember the name of the street yeah i can't remember the name of the street um but there's like there's like this really shitty pub like just a, a proper like just shit pub yeah right um oh my god and it's just it's just bad it's just like you can hear people singing like oh black betty like in the <laughs> like terrible terrible singing voices they're clearly off their head off dark fruits and it's just like <laughs> i don't want to be part of that i want to be part of like a little a little like sesh with the friends you know yeah the way i pitched it to um the rest of the boys was like don't worry it's going to be enclosed Booth karaoke and not singing "Eye of the Tiger" to Gammons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Because I mean, also the selection is much better. Like the like sort of Asian uh, karaoke like yeah. rooms. Like there's a Japanese restaurant I went to in um, Newcastle that has like a private booth. It's yeah. all Hello Kitty themed for some reason, but it's quite nice. Yes, yeah, just for the band, you know. Yeah, but um, I have done, I have done some like public karaoke before in hamburg and it was incredibly fun great story um but i don't think i'd ever do it again like i've I've already told you about the time that i sang a duet with a random bald german man yes 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 yes. like that was yeah that was that was fun um but then there was another one that was like we went to this bar it was called the thai oasis um and it was always absolutely rammoed on a saturday like wall-to-wall people and we used to go there all the time. I don't know why. And you just you'd write down that you wanted to do karaoke, put a piece of paper like next to the like random man that just sat behind the karaoke booth. Mm. And you'd just be singing in front of an entire room of people. <laughs> and it was the funniest shit. Like I I I try not to remember, but I remember doing Kiss by Prince once. 
in this room. And my voice doesn't go that high, but I tried. <laughs> but it's one of those places where everyone's so drunk that nobody cares. They're all just yeah. like, yeah, I love this song. Like, yay, cheering you on. Nice. Like, all right, fair enough. That's you know? that, that, oh yeah, that, that's fine. It's vibes. Like, I, I myself wouldn't have an issue with doing public karaoke because I'm, I'm an idiot and I don't mind looking like even more of an idiot. But um, I know there's some people who, like, you're going to be attending who aren't really that confident. So I think the booth version's a nice go-between where everyone yeah, will be it's... fine when it's It gives you friends. that freedom, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, that's that's in the booth thing. again, all the fucking cocaine in the world. Because <laughs> I, I know a lot of people, um, a lot of people just don't want to do that yeah like they really don't want to do that shit mm-hmm. um which is which is fair enough like especially if it's in front of a lot of people it's a it's a nerve-wracking thing to get up and do yeah. like dude it's, it's there's a lot of people who don't want to get up and dance you know what i mean in like a club yes, or something like so. it's uh it's a bit of a nerve-wracking one but no i, I love a good bit of karaoke anyway, I, will... I simply loved dance <laughs> I'll be performing Bakamitai <laughs> just for you. Excellent. I don't know any of the words except the chorus. Wonderful. It would be fantastic. Lovely. Yeah, Lovely. So uh, if yeah. you've got any uh you got any songs you want to do, I'd start practicing them now because it's gonna be the, the concert of a lifetime. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I always feel like if I know if I if I know I'm gonna do karaoke in advance, like I always feel like I should prepare. Like, I should have, you know, a roster of songs, just in case also they don't have some songs, like backups yeah. to fall on. Um, but, and this is an issue that you won't have, but I definitely have, because I, um, I was going to say, unlike you, you are an idiot as well in different ways. Oh, um, <laughs> unlike you, I'm an idiot. Um, I like to get pretty drunk when I go and do karaoke and stuff. That's so fine. it reaches a point where I'm just like, I have in my head, like, these five songs. That I'm like, okay, I know these songs. I'm good at them, but then I've had a couple of drinks and I'm browsing through the machine. And I'm like, "Oh, that's a tune! That's a tune!" I'm like, "I'll sing that." <laughs> and then next minute, I'm singing "Fucking Tell Me Love Isn't True" by Madonna, <laughs> like, <laughs> the one from Austin Powers. Yeah, it's probably a good thing I don't drink because that'd probably be exactly what I'd do. Like, I'd get so drunk that I'd start to think that I could tackle fucking Wuthering Heights by Kate yeah, Bush. <laughs> yeah, you get to that point. You get to that point. But there's there's too many good songs sometimes on these karaoke machines. Like, you're yeah. browsing through, like, okay, that's a slapper, that's a slapper. Like, where where did they end? Like, I'm just going to be singing all night now. You've got me. you got me hooked. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's the that's the the whole point so everyone has it's... a great time and also um as you say do you like to to drink when you do karaoke um smartly going to have my uh stag do at the start of the week and like know any of the actual wedding because i'm not a fan of everyone being fucked for the actual wedding like stag do's and hen do's the night before i've never understood because like why do you want to be completely just out of it for you yeah wedding? out of it on the day yeah. like the, the the only people that are gonna the only people that like should be drunk on the day of the wedding like on the morning of the wedding are like guests and shit dude yeah absolutely you can come like, to the come to reception pre-sourced that's fine but for the ceremony and everything like... i will never forget the day of my cousin's wedding when my um 
what'd you call it? My co- my cousin um, was getting married in Guernsey. Very, very nice venue. Guernsey. Very nice place. Um, they all live over in Guernsey. It's such a nice place and very small. Like, everybody knows each other. You know, um, people in uh, Jersey and Guernsey sometimes just don't consider themselves as English. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought they were... I thought they did. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't either have had the choice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I could say that, I wouldn't. Lovely little island, but we were there for uh, my cousin's wedding, and they're a very like, they're very um not posh but well spoken family. You know, like the yeah, oh, they are on those islands. Yeah. Like Jersey um, as well. Uh, apart from my uh, dad's brother, who is an amazing big Irishman, yeah. um, love him, big lad. <laughs> but they um. They were there for that wedding, and then my cousin Rory is like, he's, uh, I think he's like a, a barrister or something. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, always on the job. And I remember when he visited me once, he told me he wanted to go on a night out because when he's in Guernsey, he can't really do that because everybody's a potential client or yeah. like everybody is a client. Like it's such a small island yeah, that he absolutely. can't have like some rando see him like off his face kind of thing. Yeah. But when we're at the wedding, this was like 10 a.m. We roll up to the church and he's just there like swigging from this little like hip flask. And he's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm quite drunk. <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> like for your sister's wedding. Like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's the way to be. That's the way God. to be, man. Not as bad as me, though. I, I, have, I have changed my ways since the last like wedding I went to about four years ago. Yeah. Because I uh, I realized that champagne doesn't agree with me. I just don't drink champagne anymore. Yeah. Because champagne sends me down the well of despair, and uh, had me asking a band constantly if they would play Black Beatles by Ray Shremerd. Um They told me no multiple times, and then I managed to get the DJ to play it instead, <laughs> and then sang it on a microphone in front. Damn, of they had a band and the DJ. <laughs> Yeah, they had a band and a DJ, but that was <laughs> the worst thing. Is like my cousin's got a video of it, and I've just locked that away in the back of my mind and kind of just you know hoped that the evidence just disappears eventually if he gets a new phone or some shit. Because just me in a kilt on a microphone in front of a wedding, just going, "That girl is a real crowd pleaser." <laughs> it's, it's terrible. It's really bad. I don't think Change my ways. Quite bad for us, thankfully. No, I'll be, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Now. Yeah, you better I'm, be. I've evolved. I've evolved into a non-champagne drinking unit. <laughs> I think. I think the thing with champagne is it's just so like it goes down very easily, hmm. and it's just like it's the bubbles in it. Like bubbles just fuck you up. Uh, bubbles go straight to your head, bro. I wouldn't know. You know? Oh, I mean, yeah, true. But no, bubbles, bubbles. Avoid the bubbles, bro. I warned you about bubbles, bro. Bubble. I hate saying that word. Bubbles. Bubble. <laughs> You're right, mate. Jonathan Ross. You're losing your uh, marbles. Yeah, I'm losing my marbles a little bit. It's the heat. It's yeah, the heat. The sun's, the sun's wiling me out. It's wiling me out, baby. Um, but yeah, at, at weddings, and, weddings and all that aside, um, mm-hmm. I'm terrible at segues, so... You know, yeah. you you have to forgive me. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but the Mortal Kombat movie came out oh, um, a couple of days ago. You seen it? I have. <laughs> Is it right? So I'm seeing mixed messages here, and I'm in the, but the people whose opinions that I like, 
usually or generally agree with yeah. seem to be on the side of it is just bad. Like, not bad, so bad it's good. Like, it's just not very good. Um, and I'm wondering, like, what what do you think? What's your opinion? I'm not the biggest Mortal Kombat, like, super fan. Um, although, if there were, if somebody put, like, all the fighting games in front of me, it would probably be in the top four or five if I had to play them. Um, there's fighting games that I wouldn't play by choice, like Street Fighter. I understand it's important, not my type of thing. Um, mm. But games like Mortal Kombat, where it's easy to pick up and you can sort of become good at it and then you unlock a whole new level of player type thing. Like games like that, like Dragon Balls Fighters, um, Injustice, which is basically just Mortal Kombat with superheroes. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> great game. One of the few fighting games I'm genuinely good at with um, Thingy Mobile Black Canary. No I, I don't think I ever played it. Oh, the second one is so good. The first one's decent, but the second one is really good. Um, so yeah, I like Mortal Kombat as a game. Um, I enjoyed the last one. I enjoyed the story mode on that. The film, um, I don't hate it, but it's not a great film. It, the fights in it, like the schlock, where you want people slapping each other, yeah. stabbing people with people's blood and all that stuff, decent. Um, dialogue is cringeworthy. I that see that's what I heard, and like I so I was expecting. Um, a, you, you seen Godzilla vs Kong now as well? I have yes. Yeah, so I was expecting a Godzilla vs Kong situation where it's like the the storylines and stuff aren't incredible, but they're tolerable, and everything else is pretty good because that was what that film was. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm expecting the same thing out of Mortal Kombat, but I I have seen a lot of people say that. Because the dialogue's so poor, it kind of just takes away like some of the fun of it. Because you're like, "Come on, dude! Like, yeah. what are you doing?" I feel like it's it's been badly put together as well, and like a lot of stuff's been cut, and the plot is just baffling me. Just not good. Are you bothered about spoilers? Um, no, no. That but we'll just do spoiler warning in case anyone listening is actually going to watch it. Um, spoiler warning for Mortal Kombat. Bang! You've had your yeah. come back in like thirty seconds. So it starts off um, in ye olden times with mm. uh, Bihan, um, aka Sub Zero, coming in. And yeah, like, Scorpion's I mean, clan and all that that's stuff. a staple, isn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, so and then it's like, okay, this looks like it's going to be the centralized thread. Otherwise, why put it at the start? And it sort of is, but like. Suddenly, it it skips to this dude who is getting the piss kicked out of him in like MMA fights and stuff for money. Um, he's basically just Daredevil's dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he's got a, a straight. He's got the Mortal Kombat mark on him, and they spin a whole yarn about like how that makes him the one of the chosen ones to go fight <sighs> for Earth in the in the Mortal Kombat tournament, which is promising because I'm like, ah, oh, so they're they're gonna do the tournament. Spoiler yeah, they alert. don't there's, do it, do there's they? No, there's no tournament. Um, yeah, I, I saw that. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and then... And so Sub-Zero is going around murdering people with the mark because he's working with... um, What's his face? Oh, what's his, what's his Shang name? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung, yeah. Um, and basically, he's, he's on the... um. 
the evil side he wants to take over Earth. So he's going around murdering people who are going to fight for Earth before they can even join the tournament. So it's skewed. Um, but for some reason, he's picked now when this guy is like in his late 20s to go murder this dude. Um, and then Jax turns up and he's like, I've got a mark in two, blah, blah. And it's just really rushed. Like it keeps zipping from like plot line to plot line. And it feels like there's stuff missing and that they've like condensed it. Um, and then you've obviously it's not even a little bit subtle that um, the the main character is just Scorpion's like great, great, great grandson type thing. So he's got Scorpion's blood in him. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. yeah. And like the, the guy, like obviously creating like a, a completely new character for these things is always cringe. And like if you wanted a vehicle to get people into the film, you should just use Johnny Cage. Um, but he's fine. Like I expected to like dislike him, but he's just like you can tell he's trying to do the best of what they've given him. Um, and they do this weird thing where nobody can just do what they do. It's some weird shit that they've got to unlock their hidden powers, and they do that for Kano, where his laser eye like. It, I might be wrong. As I said, I'm not a Mortal Kombat super fan, but isn't Kano's laser eye just because he's like got half his face blown off and he's just got cybernetic enhancements? I think so. Yeah, I mean that wasn't that the original sort of story of it. Yeah, but there's like there's some dumb shit where like Kung Lao and Liu Kang, Kang just make him angry to unlock his laser eye, but then he betrays them anyway. So it's like, because eh. Kano because acc- Kano's got a mark in as well because he slit someone's throat who was meant to be. The one of the champions, so he's not actually chosen. He's just because when you kill someone with a marking, you get their marking. When has this been a been a thing? I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Why? But like, honestly, Kano is the best part of the film. He's so funny. I heard that too. I heard that he's Kano so is very good. good. Lizard's in it for like five seconds and dies really easily, which is a shame because Lizard. Yeah, a cool the, like, dude, this is so this is the thing, and this is a crazy thing as well. It's not often that every single like opinion that i'm seeing of this film is this like the same pretty much it's not like, I've, I've seen, i know people who loved it and i can understand why those people loved it because there's bits in it which are like absolutely quintessentially mortal Kombat. the bit at the start where um scorpions just leathering people with a fucking gardening trowel on a st- on a string like it it uh, it it fucks the fight choreography is great um there's a bit where Kung Lao fucking slices somebody in half with his hat, like with the chainsaw, the the, the saw blade thing, and it, mm. it it's gruesome, but it it's exactly how it is in the game. Um, and it's Kung Lao being my favorite character, like he's who I play as. I was like, yeah, I like Kung Lao as well, bro. Um, and Kano just Kano's just so funny. He keeps like making fun of Kung Lao's hat and like. Calling it a, a fucking sombrero, right? <laughs> um, and but yeah, it's just it's really weird, and like stuff happens so fast, and then they try to fit so much into like the two hours when you didn't really need that much exposition. It's just a Mortal Kombat film. Just get a handful of characters and make them fight. Some of the character inclusions are baffling. Like there's there's people you'd expect to be on the evil team, like Sub Zero. Um, under the influence of Shang Tsung, you've got Cabal, who they do really well, like showing that he's like the su- a super fast dude and his weapons are always cool. And Cabal's just a cool character. Um, Melina's in it, but she's not very Melina like, but it's fine. She's still good. She's mm. um, 
But then they put in the this fucking vampire lady from Deadly Alliance, who is an inconsequential character what? who hasn't been in a game Nobody since. played Deadly Alliance. Yeah, but like she's the one that gets cut in half by Kung Lao. So like, oh, okay, they just put her in for fodder. And they picked a dude who's like from the third person game, I think. He's just got a big hammer. And oh, like, what was that game called? Uh, Shaolin Monks. Shaolin Monks, that was one. That game was alright. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a good game, but like this character hasn't been seen like since or whatever. Um, at least I think it's from that game. Could be wrong. Again, not a Mortal Kombat super fan, but he hasn't been seen in, like since um, since Mortal Kombat tried to do that thing where they had that slew of games where it was like 360, where you could like spin around each other and stuff, rather than just a 2.5d fighter hmm. um that weird like midland thing before they got bought out by it and warner brothers and got revitalized um so it's just odd decisions here and there and then towards the end of the film like raiden's just a massive prick in it which is fine i like actually like that dis- decision because he's like <laughs> looking around and Jax doesn't have arms because he gets them fucking ripped off and like the main dude can't unlock his power which is pretty shit anyway his powers like he he has a magic shirt that appears on him a magic shirt yeah it's like (laughs) have you seen um the man with the iron fists i don't think i have that's the um is it the rda film yeah uh with rizza and dave batista he's basically it looks great it looks like he's going to have Dave Batista's power in that film, how he can turn his skin to, like, brass. He's got, like, the brass ox or something. He just absorbs hits. So it's like that when it first manifests when he's fighting fucking Prince Goro. But then it's not his skin. It just looks like a, like a skin-tight Under Armour shirt with similar patterns, like, nearly identical <laughs> patterns. <laughs> no, I mean, it's nearly identical to Dave Batista's like, uh, skin cosmetics in that film. And then, like, for that, it's just, like, a really hard shirt that he's got on him that people just can't seem to stab through or whatever. And it's just a tap-out shirt. Yeah, it's just that. <laughs> and... An Ed Hardy tight shirt. <laughs> yeah, and then Shang Tsung appears in Raiden's temple, and Raiden lives in, like, the fucking... This weird temple in the middle of nowhere instead of the cool, like, place with all the cherry blossoms and stuff. It's just, like, mm. something that's carved into some rocks in the middle of the desert and he's like oh you're right lads i'm here to kill you because you're knobs and then <laughs> fucking kano betrays them and kung lao gets killed which i was very annoyed at but kung lao gets killed a lot in the actual canon yeah in a lot so of i'm like stuff. eh so uh, like from from hammer guy do you mean you don't mean shao khan do you no 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 no, no. he's just some jobber um, that's weird because like the only person I know of a hammer is like is Shao Kahn in it by the way there's a statue of him in it but he's not in it in it oh fuck's sake like, so the, the most interesting characters in Mortal Kombat are the villains usually like yeah. in my opinion um, Shao Kahn Quan Chi um, and what's that new fella called I like him Shinnok I like that guy yeah Shinnok's cool like the weird sort of skinny bone necromancer dude yeah. no, Quan Chi is my favourite Mortal Kombat character I don't think Shinnok's new, I just don't think he was playable for most of the games. Was I was he in the older ones? Yeah, but they yeah, because I remember in that game where there's I think it's Armageddon where they're all fighting on that pyramid thing. Because he's the one who summons like hands out the floor and shit, like bone hands to crush people. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. the guy in the film is Reiko, R E I K O. 
Um, I know that is. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I knew him once I saw him because I remember seeing him in the old games because I got a friend, shout out to Liam, um, who really loved Mortal Kombat and like he had all the games. Um, so whenever we oh, go this, around... This play, sucks. Yeah. I looked it up. This is like some... Yeah. This is like some Shao Kahn like rip-off that they put in for like one game or something like that instead of Shao Kahn. Yeah. And <laughs> like... the, the, the vampire lady they put in is Natara. But like she looks nothing like Natara, even though Natara is not particularly important in the games. Like, and she's just working for Shang Tsung, even though her whole character thing when she was in the game was like she's trying to free her vampire people from Outworld. Yeah, wasn't she also only in like one game, like Deadly Alliance? I think and... so. Yeah. Like, is, yeah. Is the guy who created the Mortal Kombat movie just a big Deadly Alliance fan? It's just like, yeah, these are the sickest characters in Mortal <laughs> Kombat know. world. Um, <laughs> Put them all in. But yeah, um, so and the, there's another underlying plot thing where Sonya's in it, but she doesn't have a marking. But the reason why she knows everything about it is because she was there when Jax got his. And she's like, her, her whole thing is like, she wants one so she can help. Um, and she ends up killing Kano and getting his. Um, which is quite a good fight. Um, and I'll, she, like, I'll, I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah. And she gets like the coolest powers, arguably, because like, you, you know, like in the games, how she's got those wrist mounted like gun things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the film, like the like purple energy gauntlets that fire fucking shockwaves that blow holes in people, which is like really cool, but she only does it for like one scene. Um, and yeah, it gets weird because after Kung Lao dies, Raiden like teleports all the remaining like heroes into like a void in time and space where they can't be found. What? It's just a white room. They basically ran out of budget. I know Raiden can do stuff like that, and he has. <laughs> and it's just like right. We need we need to wrap this up somehow. Yeah, like... and then it and then for some reason, once it gets that part, somebody just headbutts the fast forward button because it goes from Raiden going like. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Like I couldn't save Kogla and all that shit, but like we need mm. to do something. And then this guy, like the original character dude, that cold dude, he's like after being after not at one point he tries to leave because he doesn't think he's very useful because he can't unlock his hidden power. One of those oh, no. stupid ass things. He's this suddenly so like, really light. confident. He's like, "All right, this is exactly what we're gonna do. You go fight him. You go fight him." And then Raiden just like teleports people onto like places that look like Mortal Kombat game stages to fight each other. That's kind of cool. That no, that it, like that part is cool if it had a proper setup. But it's literally like, Raiden, can you teleport people? Yes. Yeah. All right, you fight them. <laughs> you fight them. Fight them. Fight them. And then um, he turns to Sonya and goes like, "All right, I need you." And she cuts him off. And goes, "I hope I get to punch that Molina bitch in the face." And he's like, "No, you're gonna go fight Kano." <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Is, so the the worst line of dialogue that I saw, like, um, hovering around on Twitter and stuff like that, was, I think it was a picture of Cabal yeah. talking to somebody, and he says he just got sucked up or something like that. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, it's, it's when Kung Lao's dying because he's getting his soul, like, removed by <laughs> Shang Tsung. And then, like, Liu Kang could hear hearing his, uh, his mate in pain. He's like, what, what the fuck's that noise? And Cabal's just like, he's getting sucked. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, that's that's awful, dude. That's awful. So I'll, I'll I'll probably watch it. Like, I think I will still watch it just to see it myself. Um, I think it's one of those films that, like, I I I don't mind like if it's bad or whatever because I'm not really super stoked, and it's not like yeah. a I don't know. It's not some big thing. But I, I really, haven't really even watched. got to the stupidest part yet. Um, 
but I'll go on, go on, continue. So the final battle, everyone like beats up who they've got to beat up. Um, Liu Kang manages to kill Cabal by doing his move where he summons the big fire dragon and it just fucking eats him, which is cool. Because the fights themselves cool. are fucking great, but the, the final fight would be amazing. Um, but there's just got baffling things that happen. So it's the main dude. They defeat everyone, and then Sub-Zero turns up, and he's kidnapped this dude's... I think it's his wife and his child. Um, And he's like, oh, I'm going to murder... He's got them frozen. He's like, I'm going to murder them. And then your bloodline will end uh, after I fail to end it, however many years ago. And um, they have a fight, and Sub Zero just batters him. And he somehow has a dagger from like the original, like gardening trowel dagger thing that Scorpion used to fend off all the bandits at the start of the film that Raiden gave him. There's literally a point in the middle of the film where Raiden walks up to him and just goes, by the way, your Scorpion's grandson or whatever, blah, 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 your bloodline. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, And then he gives him a dagger. He's like, oh, fucking believe in yourself and all that shit. And and then Sub-Zero is about to kill him. And he pulls out that dagger, tries to stab Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero takes the dagger off and tries to stab him, but then it sets on fire because Scorpion's thing is fire. And he's like, oh, is that thingy-ma-bob's blood and then he's like yes it is and then he gets stabbed in the back and scorpion's alive now for some reason and then he's like i've come out of hell to kill you how <laughs> why <laughs> he's like oh you you killed me and sent me to hell so you thought i'd burn but i i mastered the fire and you're like what and at the start of the film scorpion seems like a lovely family man just tending to his garden why did he go to hell when he died I don't know. I like, but like, anyway. So him and wait, wait. So what? So Scorpion confused. does the thing, you know, with the fucking come over here, and everyone yeah, pops because you know everyone. We love it, dying. and their fights fucking great. Um, Sub Zero fucking stabs him, freezes his blood, stabs him with his own blood. It's great. It's got. It's like an actual end game fight. And then while this is going on, the main character is trying to machine gun punch his family out of these ice cocoons <laughs> instead of helping Scorpion. So Scorpion's getting his shit kicked in. And then they finally team up. And it's just basically that scene at the end of like uh, Captain America Civil War where Bucky and Cap are beating the piss out of Iron Man. It's like that. And then they win. And the end of the film is... Raiden going like, oh yeah, we're gonna need more more fighters because like this isn't the last tournament. It obviously teasing the sequel, and then the main guy is packing up his stuff at the gym and like the douchebag fighting promoter's like, oh I need you to do a fight this Saturday. He's like, I'm not fighting. I'm going to Hollywood. And he's like, uh, <laughs> what's for you in Hollywood? He's like, not what. Who? And he walks off past a Johnny Cage poster, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. They set up a sequel. Yeah, just like like that sort bad. of me as well. Just like there is a second one coming. There you go. Have it. Like, oh, yeah, mate. Like this. This sounds. This. This sounds like the kind of thing that I'm gonna be quite. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting that. you, but like, there's another dumb thing that happens <laughs> right at the end. You hate this film, don't you? You actually hate this film. I love the. Like, I love <laughs> the fighting. 
I just think that <laughs> the plot, it, you know that old that old horsey book street, everything happens so much. That's this yeah. film. Um, but yeah, Shang Tsung appears after Sub Zero dies, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking you, dickheads! I'll be back." Basically, generic villain thing. And all Raiden does is go, "Nah, mate, goodbye," <laughs> and zaps him away. Like, why didn't you do that earlier? Yeah, why you do that at the start? <laughs> I, I just liquefy him, like. Oh, like the the sad thing for me here in this right, and this is it's funny because he, I was like, is is it all right or is it bad? And you was like, let me tell you, mate. <laughs> it's one of those but, films where there's so many things wrong with it, but like if you turn your brain off, you can absolutely yeah, enjoy the film. Right. So I can understand why some people really love it. There's quite a lot of people I know who are like, oh yeah, this film fucked, and it's probably because like the representation of the fighting is like in the game. It's it's a nice true to game adaption it's not like they have people not fighting in styles that they wouldn't have um in kung lao's represented pretty cool who's my favorite character so i like that part especially his entrance because like luke kang's getting the shit kicked out of him and then like the hat pops up out of the ground with the portal you know and he teleports he just oh, pops up cool and he's movie. like what's up guys time well, to kick everyone the most disappointing in. thing about hearing this right is that Mortal Kombat 11 actually has a pretty good story. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I watched somebody play the Mortal Kombat 11 story mode, never played it myself, but um, it's one of those stories that is the sort of epitome in my mind of what I would expect from like a Mortal Kombat film, where it's not the most well written thing in the world. It has plot holes and stuff. There's a bunch of stuff that's kind of cringe, I guess, like dialogue wise, but it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Um, it's enjoyable. You want to know what happens next. Like the whole story with, um, is it Cetrion and shit? And the, the lady with the crown yeah. who's like controlling time and stuff like that is is fun. And it also gives a kind of um, reason for them to have all these different worlds and timelines and stuff interacting, which I think is great. And I think that's very fun. Um, the film itself sounds like an absolute mess, to be honest, mate, um, from the 20-minute the rant, though. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you just went on about it. I wouldn't if if you if you were going to see it in a, a cinema, I'd say don't do it. It's not worth the effort to travel there and stuff. But like, if you watch it on like a streaming service and you can skip and just watch the fights alone, great film. It's yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll probably watch it. I'll probably watch it just to like switch my mind off and have like a Sunday night just film to watch kind of yeah. thing um i'm now more intrigued about watching man with the iron fist though it's like a good film. that sounds is it good is that yeah. like good good it's yeah decent, yeah. yeah i'll 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 probably i'll probably watch that it sounds good to me have you um, seen um i can't remember what it's called i think it because it, it had a, it changed the title into something really long but do you remember the birds of prey film that harley yeah film? yeah i haven't seen it is it good because yeah. i heard it's good yeah I heard, I heard it's a decent, like... Yeah, it's... Again, a decent... It's very much off. in the same vein as this Mortal Kombat film. I mean, less baffling plot. It's got a pretty straightforward plot. But, like, I could give or take the rest of the film, but there's one scene where it's just Harley Quinn going... She goes into a police station with a grenade launcher. And, and the grenade launcher isn't full of, like, actual explosive rounds. It's, like, rubber rounds and, like, paint packets and shit like that. And the entire scene, she like fights through the entire fucking police department in like the evidence locker and everything and all that stuff and like the garage at the back. And that entire scene's choreographed by the dude who does the John Wick choreography. And it is so good. 
Oh, John Wick choreography is very good. Like, I I think this is this is the thing that's um, kind of disappointing to me about like, um, I I feel like so I feel like there's a lot of films, right? I feel like there's a lot of films that are trying to emulate what John Wick is and just not succeeding at it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of this stuff um, where it's like, hey, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this fun, um, silly, you know, like over the top action movie, like John Wick is, but they just can't pull it off the same way. Because John yeah. Wick is the thing that John Wick does very well, in my opinion, is it goes like all in on the action and silliness part and it says you know what fuck dialogue we don't care like the dialogue is so so limited in john wick which makes it good like it knows what its strength is and it ignores its weakness because its weakness is like on purpose it's like yeah look it's not going to be a very very serious film it's not going to be like a super serious storyline so they just go okay here's the setup here's why it's happening then it all happens yeah with great choreography and like a lot of these films like are trying to do that like mk and stuff like are definitely trying to do that trying to emulate that vibe and yeah. i haven't seen the one with bob odenkirk yet i heard it's good though yeah well, they nobody yeah i heard it's actually pretty good yeah um so that's one that's one good. to check out it's um i was about to say speaking of films it's um it's oscars day isn't it today i've got the oscars fever Hope you've got it too. You got the Oscars fever. Are you an Oscars guy? No, um, I'm an Oscar. I'm on cinema Oscars guy. Are you aware of the on cinema universe? I'm an Oscar Isaac guy. Um, no, I'm not. (laughs) Okay, so basically, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric Hmm. for the past, I want to say, ten years, had this spoof movie review show called On Cinema at the Cinema. And it's him and another guy called Greg Turkington, and they don't like each other, but they're reviewing movies together, and it go it so much happens. It's like the it just starts off normal, and then it goes through everything. Like he has a brain tumor, and he gets it removed late because he refuses to trust doctors, and he's playing himself, but like a a completely right wing nut version of himself. So like he keeps endorsing donald trump in the early seasons and like he goes on an ego trip makes like a a tom cruise type series called decker where he's acting over the top but he's trying to emulate tom cruise and like he has a scene in it where he's at a bar in hawaii doing karaoke singing an original song of his own (laughs) devising called our values are under attack um i i I do like to it's it's um it's like this 10 year long performance art sort of just but it's hard to describe but like he goes through everything he tries to do like new age medicine medicinal like vapes that end up killing people because he goes he has a band called Dekar because everything's like based on his name (laughs) um and then they turn into an electronic band and then they try and do an edm festival um, that ends up killing several teenagers with his like experimental medicinal vape pens, and then on ad- on Adult Swim there was a four hour like trial of him, like but he didn't get convicted for the murder of these kids because one of the jury people abstained, 
and there's just so much link to it and like the first ant-man film the greg turkadin guy was in it is like the baskin robbins manager and then on the on cinema episode where they reviewed ant-man tim gave it like no stars because he didn't want to see his mate in a film and then in ant-man 2 tim heideck is in it is the boat captain dude at the end and then when well, the actual came, film yeah and then in and when they came to review that film he gave it like five stars because <laughs> he was in it and um oh it's weird he has a son with this um with this japanese um woman who was living in his house temporarily on like a study thing you know like some people like have students move in yeah yeah, yeah like uh like yeah and he has a baby with her and calls it tom cruise heidecker and then it, he, the, the child falls sick he refuses to take it to doctors he doesn't trust doctors tries to use like new age medicine the kid dies he does a fucking tribute show to it, his own child thing. yes absolutely and then he sets up this um grant system to honor his dead child and then awards himself the grant to make more series of Dekar. <laughs> like i i that's this is so this is this is the thing right i love surrealist humor it's one of my favorite yeah. things but the the least favorite thing in my opinion that a lot of the surrealist comedians and stuff do is really lengthy shit. And I think that's just because I'm probably yeah. a little bit ADHD or something. Yeah. Um, but like for real, like that is the one thing that kind of just like, I'm like, Jesus a lot. But yeah, speaking of speaking of, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Hmm. Um, Eric Andre has a film out. I think I saw something about that. Yeah. Yeah, Eric Andre has a film out um, on what's it called now? It's it's on Netflix, isn't it? Maybe. Um, what's the film called? Bad Trip. Um, yeah. It's apparently not very good though, yeah. which I kind of expected. Yeah. Like I, I I feel like whenever whenever they try and make like Lonely Island did it with that MacGruber film, didn't they? Like whenever yeah. people that try and do like some kind of surreal or just out there comedy try and make a film it usually ends up just really toning down what makes their regular stuff funny yeah like, i mean i disagree when it comes to the island hot rod still fucks hot, hot rod does own that's true but that's true but i think with like eric andre the eric andre show is so out there yeah. that there's no way that netflix would say do that in a film format right yeah. like i mean i don't know i've not seen it so but I'll have to, to check it out. To circle back around to how my point links to the Oscars, at the end of every season of On Cinema, because they do one every year. I mean, did do one last year because of the pandemic. But um, they have an Oscar special where it's just mayhem. So like, they'll get people in to like they got a James Dean impersonator in one year, and they convinced themselves it was the actual James Dean, and Tim got into a fight with them. Um, the year that Joker came out, Greg Turkington, um, the co-host, put himself in full Joker makeup, but like Jack Nicholson Joker, and somehow gassed everyone in the studio. <laughs> but, but on the same on the same Oscar special, Tim got married to his lawyer, so everyone was just like sitting at this like wedding dinner table, just slumped over because of this gas. And then another year, he was banned because, like the some one of the parents 
of the kids that he killed with his vape pens buys out his company and bans him from the Oscar special. So he comes in with a bull cut and a backpack. It just ruins it for everyone. <laughs> it's so good. So, and there's one. Um, so the current gimmick at the moment is he set up a subscription service called the High Network. And the Oscar special is going to be today. So I'm expecting it to be absolute just fucking bit, chaos. bit of mayhem yeah. on Oscar night. Well, the, the thing that I was thinking about the Oscars this year is that. Um, I mean, I looked at the nominees. I was like, I have not seen any of these films. And I think that's just down to the fact that not much actually came out in the past year or so. Like, I don't I don't think there's been a lot of big films, really, has there, in the past, like, year. Most stuff has been delayed till this year or yeah. next year because people, people want to release stuff when it's, you know, cinema-friendly. Um, yeah. And because I'm I'm looking through here and I'm like, I've I've either heard of some of these films, or I've but I've never seen them, or I just have no clue what it is. Like, um, I think the only one that I really wanted to watch on the list of films that I'm looking at here is Promising Young Woman because I heard that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I I, I saw Borat too. Got this this okay. This is how you know that it's a slow year. Actress in a supporting role, Borat two is like one of the nominees yeah and I, I don't get me wrong i think she did an amazing job and i think borat 2 owns but the academy awards never do this kind of shit they're never like yeah borat like <laughs> like best best acting borat <laughs> mr borat i mean borat does own though i haven't seen either of them but boy oh you've not seen either of the borats no. I think you'd love it, dude. Borat's very, um, especially this one. This one just like takes the piss out of like conservatives the entire way through. It's great. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, but no, looking at a bunch of it, there's a lot of stuff that's just, I don't know. I get, I, I, I think it's just a slow year. I think it's just a slow year. Again, um, Miyazaki's opinion on award shows and stuff is like, you know, goaded. Um, yeah. Where he's just like, what, what did he say? Uh, when he won an Academy Award, said the usual presumption is that such things matter. I will not indulge it. <laughs> like, because yeah. it, it is, just, you know, award shows are just a lot of like self-stroking from the industry, aren't they? Most yeah. of the time. Um, I, I I like to look at who won, usually just to see if I should check shit out. Yeah, just just to get an idea. I did see that Trent Reznor is up for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that he did. The soundtrack to this, okay, th- this film is apparently very good. I've no, I don't know what it's about, but it's called Mank, and I hate the name because it just yeah. makes me think dirty. <laughs> like, it's just about a dirty fella, Mank, <laughs> or it's about Noel Gallagher. <laughs> how uh, how angry do you think Steven Spielberg is this year? That like most of the films obviously nominated from streaming services oh god a hundred percent a hundred percent absolutely fuming absolutely mad as because i mean the the thing that i've noticed lately is a lot of films like uh coming out soon only in um what you call it in theaters and i'm like i I wouldn't be doing that yet pal like i i don't like i i think giving people the choice is good at this point because there are places where you know people are vaccinated and stuff like that, and can probably safely do a cinema environment, but don't make it the only way you can go and see it. Like, don't because then you're also getting everybody to go at the same time. 
Yep. Like the whole the, the whole thing of having streaming services do it at the same time is like, okay, I will stay home today then and watch it. So the people that do go to the cinema have a very quiet and, you know, separated and distanced cinema experience. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Which is the ideal. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 to be honest, I haven't seen that many films in the past year either. Anyway, I've, I've, I'm behind. I, I need to catch up. I still, I've got Shin Godzilla ready to watch. And I still haven't seen it. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I'm kind of lazy with watching shit lately. I think it's because I don't, like, when I lived at home, uh, I say, when I, when I lived on my own, um, I would have my big television and I would just sit in the living room and watch films. Yeah. But here, like my big television is kind of like the the view from it is obscured and the only place I can watch it is from my bed. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm just going to wait and watch a lot of the stuff that I really want to watch when it gets, you know, when I move, which is I soon, usually, by the way. I usually just watch stuff while I'm painting, making more have No, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's something that I enjoy doing. I, I used to do it majority of the time when I was playing MMOs. Like, I would yeah, play an MMO on one screen and then just watch it, because it just, be, you know, the grind is really, really just, yeah, easy to easy to um, get over when you just playing shit. Yeah. Just, you know, like, you just you just vibing, watching some shit. Yeah, um, this past week, um, I, while I was painting stuff, I watched the entirety of uh, Invincible. Is it is it good? Because we were talking about it, this last week. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, it's pretty close to what happens in the actual comic. Some things happen in a different order or like sooner, but that's just because I think that's just because of the change of format. But yeah, it's pretty standard stuff. Pretty pretty good. I enjoy it. all the characters are pretty much the same apart from um they changed one character I think, and it wasn't a negative change. It's just. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that's a fuck. That's another one to check out. Fuck, casting's baby. good though. Fuck. Um, Stephen Yeun is the is the main guy. Mark is a great choice. Oh, I saw the um, I saw the trailer for Shang Chi. By the way, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I like the trailer. I thought it was good. I like uh, Simu Liu as well. Just a hard I lad think... slapping. People I think again. he's a pretty cool dude. Like I, he was in that. Um, I, you know when I told you I was watching that like Canadian like um, sitcom that's kind of like corny but kind of enjoyable. Um, he was in that. Seemingly, he's like one of the main characters in that. Nice. Um, it seems like just a friendly dude. He's also jacked as well. Yeah, I um, can relate to that. I'm pretty yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. <laughs> I, that's one of the things that's kind of spurring me on in a way. Like as cliche as that sounds i see like jacked people yeah. like especially fucking boog eric boog <laughs> big boog and i'm like oh i want to be big boogan dude <laughs> boogenhagen's latest videos have been absolute creases like yeah. the the one where he's in the fucking rain just like believe listening to mana war just <laughs> kicking the air and shit yeah. like, the boog man the boog just just does his thing doesn't he just enjoys life apparently by the looks of it i mean i'd probably 
I would too if I was built like a brick shit. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I mean, his his entire job is being built like a brick shit house, and that's what he does. Yep. <laughs> was he a YouTuber before he was a wrestler? I don't know. I I'm followed his career because I think he's 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 been doing YouTube vids for years, isn't he? Like just getting jacked in that. Yeah, but sometimes uh, they typically be like sign people and then they leave them just floundering for like years just so no other company's going to have them type thing. When are they bringing him up though? That's the question. Probably never, to be honest, if it hasn't happened now. I, I feel like he's like, he's Vince McMahon's kind of guy. He's fucking huge. Be, that, yeah, that's but it. his that's... gimmick, like, he, he, I don't think Vince McMahon would get it. You know what I mean? What, the rock and roll like thing that he does? Oh, just like the humor behind it. Yeah, yeah, his 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 stuff on YouTube is very surrealist, isn't it? Like, yeah. it is just like it's patter. Like, he's not yeah. actually serious. He just does a bunch of weird shit that's funny. Yeah. Like, my favorite one being the um, like super dad beats daughter every race she can think yeah, of, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, he loves it. He just he he will not be beat. The book will not be beat. But that gets me going, like seeing stuff like that, and I, again, like going back to like movies and shit, like seeing stuff in movies where you're like, "That guy looks pretty good." I'm like, "Hmm, I could also look good if I wasn't round. <laughs> I would also feel nice if I was not spherical." Spherical. Um, Jesus. Did you see the Battle of the Joshes at the weekend? I saw things about it. Wasn't too interested in it. What's my <laughs> I, name I isn't it, Josh. So I thought it was pretty fucking funny. To be fair, that. The guy sent a message to a bunch of Joshes last year and said, we'll meet at these coordinates in one year's time. You've got a year to prepare to fight over who's going to, who retains the name Josh. And then they all actually turned up. <laughs> and was there a definitive winner or was it too much chaos? Um, little Josh won, who's five years old, which I thought was adorable. Like, that's that's the shit that made me think, okay, because obviously the whole thing is like, what the fuck are you doing? It's the middle of a pandemic. Why are you running around swinging at each other with noodles? Yeah. Um, probably not the safest thing. You know, hopefully hopefully there was no COVID Josh, you know, with his secret power, who was like, haha, I will win in the end. <laughs> God. You know, super spreader Josh. He's just waiting for everybody to get the long victory. Um, but, like, the little they they let little Josh win it, who was like five. Nice. Like, and they did a little interview with him, and he was like, "I'm five. <laughs> That's all he had to say." <laughs> but I thought that was cute. But it was funny, funny little things. Funny little things like that are like you know, little bits where like you know, as a we're not fully doomed yet as a society. We are a bit funny, aren't we? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, sad that the fucking Area 51 thing didn't come to anything. Some people did turn up, though. Yeah, I know that, but they didn't storm it. I mean, like, if they stormed it, it literally would have been a massacre, dude. <laughs> yeah, but think of the bands. Think of the patter. I'm going down in a hail of bullets and just like, this is patter. <laughs> TikToking it the whole time as I fall down. I fully believe there's probably nothing of note left in Area 51. They would have moved all that shit out. I reckon that there's one of those little grey aliens... He's just sat there with a big raster hat and a spliff. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, those take me to your dealer pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't surprise me to be honest. He's just in the corner of the room. He's not He's not like trapped away or anything. He's just in the corner of the room. Like, why are you in here? He's like, oh, I just like it. <laughs> it's, it's nice in here. It's nice and dark. <laughs> come out, come out, mate. We'll show the world that you're here. Nah, I'm okay. Nah, no thanks. 
<laughs> no, nah, I'm good. I'm good, fella. Um, I had, I had one more thing for us to discuss, to discuss today. Cool. Um, if you if you if you're down for it, if you're yeah. down for another topic, yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be a very brief one, but okay. um, the BTS meal <laughs> is <laughs> coming to McDonald's very soon. Not two hours though. No, yeah, actually, there is no BTS meal in the United Kingdom. They never do them in the UK, so which is well, the thing is because the Travis Scott meal was US only, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. Like, and so this time they're going a little bit further out because you know BTS are a worldwide sensation. Won't lie. Um, Also, just to sort of protect myself and not get absolutely mobbed by fifteen-year-olds, BTS actually do have some slappers. Respect. Okay. Like they do have some banging beats. Um so there's a BTS meal coming out. Um McDonald's with its ever incredible marketing efforts, um, where they literally just took one of BTS's logos, which is a bunch of lines, and put chips there instead. Nice. Um and achieved six hundred K likes. No, this is marketing. <laughs> well no, that that is like quintessentially that is a way and it's an insane way, but it works of doing marketing. It's yeah. just like, Oh, you're famous. Do you want to collaborate? Yeah, sure. It's like, okay, so we're selling some chips that say BTS on them. There you go. Easy. Nice. Done. But yeah, they're doing, they're doing a BTS meal um, worldwide, except for the United Kingdom, by the looks of it. Are they doing anything else? Or is it just a meal? Um, I don't know. So no Travis know. Scott chicken nugget pillows this time. Uh, that's the thing. Like that was my favorite part of the Travis Scott meal thing. It wasn't the the meal itself was funny as fuck. It was literally just a burger. Yeah. It was like a burger with barbecue sauce on it that you could get anyway. That everybody was just like selling the fucking boxes with bits of lettuce inside still for two hundred quid. And um, that was that was incredible. But the merchandise, like the chicken nugget pillow. And they're just like the one. There was one that was a T-shirt, and it was literally just a McDonald's like crew member T-shirt, but it said Cactus Jack on it. Yeah, and it it was just a staff T-shirt, an employee <laughs> T-shirt, and they're just like hell yeah, Cactus Jack sent me. <laughs> like okay, and all the stuff that came around it. Like I don't think we'll get that with the BTS meal because there is some power. Um, I'll tell you a second. Um, yeah. but like the, the the Travis Scott meal had all the stuff around it, like that guy going so sicko mode, you know that fella. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> I I don't know his name, but he's just like he's just um I feel he think he lives in Dubai or something. I feel like he does because he's like a hype beast. Yeah. Um, he's like a big hype beast that has a lot. Of, he must have a lot of money because he has like supreme everything. This guy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? That guy. Yes. Um, I don't I don't remember his name. Um. Middle Eastern dude, and he like he records all these videos of him like showing off hype beast shit. And he did one for the Travis Scott meal. I don't know how he got one. Maybe he doesn't live in Dubai. Maybe he lives in the states. I don't know. Um, but he like he opens up the stuff and he's like, first we got the fries, and he's like, it's lit. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you doing, pal? And he like, takes the sip out of his drink and goes straight up. <laughs> And we won't get anything as glorious as that with a BTS meal, but we already have incredible interactions between K-pop fans and McDonald's on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I've just seen one of the like, K-pop fans tweeted, at McDonald's UK, why are we not on that list? McDonald's UK says, we're not involved in this promotion in the UK or Ireland. And that's just replies that have absolutely ratioed that, by the way, with just 
pictures and gifs of BTS members saying, well, then get involved. That's not an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny, dude. It's so funny. Like, just K-pop fans just going after McDonald's for not doing a promo. (laughs) Well, get involved then. That's not an excuse. (laughs) I can't wait to see McDonald's fan cams. Like a fan cam of just like a box of fries. If like, hey, McDonald's marketing team, if you're out there, please send me a hundred thousand pounds for that idea. You're yeah, welcome. Absolutely. Um, that is an incredible marketing idea that I've just come up with myself. Um, God, God, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> I'm good at my job. <laughs> hire me, BTS. BTS should hire me. To be honest, I mean, just to be a general like hype man. You know what I mean? I mean, I think they've got plenty of that organically. Yeah, I'll so. go around with them, though, and just be like, Oi, boys, I've got an idea for a dead funny tweet. <laughs> we take a picture of Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems, and they're just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> or we, <laughs> how about we post the BTS logo, but it says CBT. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I get fired in a day. <laughs> Oh god. Fan cams of you in the uh, office getting sacked. <laughs> Fan cam of me in the gulag getting the shit beat out of me. <laughs> like BTS management. <laughs> Just absolutely battering me. Jesus. Oh god. I love a good love a good fan cam. If anyone wants to make a desperate content fan cam, please do. Just a video to make a fan cam of. Yeah, no, but they can find pictures or videos of us around, especially from my stream and that. Do yes. do one of those weird things that people do where they sort of like they just put two pictures of people together when they're not actually in the same room. So it looks like we're hanging out or it looks like we're kissing or something. I just see that. I would love that. That would make my week. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> it would be a wedding present for you. <laughs> it's a wedding present. I'll I'll give it to Laura directly though. <laughs> His present, just a picture, picture I've had commissioned of uh, me and Gary kissing. It's a digital art. <laughs> it's an NFT of me and you kissing. It's <laughs> killed so many woodland creatures. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy it while it lasts. God, imagine that. Imagine getting an NFT as a gift. I'd be fumed. I would. Can you imagine if like you if like your parents or something had just like no clue what's going on, but some like some article had said, Hey, you know what's great? NFTs. I would re- I would really enjoy an exclusive WrestleMania platinum tier NFT. <laughs> <laughs> just for your, for your birthday. What's this mom? It's just the, <laughs> the JPEG of the Undertaker. <laughs> Cost me a thousand pounds that. <laughs> Good. Oh, love it! Love a good uh, environmental um, danger. You know, yeah, just destroy the environment with this JPEG of the Undertaker. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. You know, whenever you whenever you want to look at the Undertaker, you don't even have to Google it anymore. You can just open up the file on your PC. That's never been possible before. <laughs> it's never been possible before. They saving pictures unheard of, absolutely unheard of. Oi, what if that became a thing? That's dystopian, isn't it? That's no, a bit of a dystopian thing to save think JPEGs about. Off the anymore. Imagine that. Imagine like trying to save pictures and it's like that cost that'll cost you a couple of quid. Jeez. That'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Hey, it's only only 
<laughs> Only a matter of time. Probably be long dead by then, but you know. The the next generation can deal with that one. The next generation can deal with you. Alright, it means if that was the case. Everyone has to hand draw their own memes. Well this was this was gonna be uh not that specifically, but there was wasn't there some bollocks about like some EU law like about copyright and memes and shit and they kinda and they canned it in the end. I've got no idea. I remember it floating around for a while because I remember a lot of people saying that, like, um, what would you call it? You know, me- memes are in danger. That's that's the only time you get people like invested in any cause nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. Like, true. is it the, the same? I want the same energy from all these people that are rightfully so fuming about the European Super League football shit. Yeah. I want that same energy for actual fucking issues as well, yeah. like. Because it's there, you've got the fucking willpower and you've got the means to do it. Like, and, and clearly as well with this, this is something that they don't understand, I think, a lot of the people that are protesting this. You're protesting against capitalism, mate. Like, yeah. get involved. <laughs> like, you've got the energy for that. Get involved. <laughs> come come to our side, lad. Come further left. <laughs> come on, football fans. Come on. <laughs> Oh, well, the Super League's oh. dead, so we're all okay. It is, yeah, it is. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, again, as someone that's not really, like, football um, interested, I found it very interesting to follow. It was a very, very quick um, crash and burn that had the attention of governments, um, again, uh, over actual other issues, but still. Um, crazy, crazy, mm-hmm. crazy scenes. And I, I imagine it'll, it'll quiet down now, though. Like, I don't... I don't think they really want to kick anyone out or ban anyone from anything, like to send a message or teach them a lesson yeah. or whatever, because at the end of the day, they just want everybody like back, you know, mm-hmm. and just doing whatever in it. Yep. Anyway, um, we've been we've been chatting about nonsense for about an hour, an hour and 10 minutes we now. Have, yes. We're 10 minutes over the timer. It's time to... Uh... So do you go back? Goodbye. That's back my uh, karaoke. The, uh, what was the house called in the Teletubbies? The Tubby House? Tubby Condo? Tubby Mound? <laughs> yeah. Tubby Hobbit Hole? The, the Tubby Hype House. <laughs> <laughs> Tubby Hype House sponsored by Voss Water. <laughs> <laughs> and Ciroc Vodka. <laughs> DJ Khaled just turns off with the Teletubbies. <laughs> Chirac, the only way. <laughs> oh, Teletubbies is weird. Anyway, uh, uh, no, that's that's yeah, a topic for another time. <laughs> topic for another time. Let's not get back into Teletubbies chat. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you, as always, you can catch me at twitch.tv slash Z this week. Um, I was going to be playing some near on stream, but I'm probably not. I'm probably just going to play that on my own time because I'm I want to get into it. I want to get deep. Um, but we're going to play a bunch of GeoGuessr again this week. Um, we're going to play some actual video games this week as well. I'm going to do a Hell's Kitchen speed run. I want to get the world record. So you can catch me there this week. Um, Twitter.com slash TV as well. If you've got anything funny you want to send me or you want to see pictures of me lounging in the sun, it seems to be my uh, ideal content lately. Yep. Um, what about yourself, pal? Uh, not much happening for me in terms of stuff on the internet. I'm mostly most of my times looking at how expensive the wedding's going to be, but we love it. Oof. Um, just going to, you know, spend 3K on 
dry ice effects for my entrance alone. So it'll be fun. A little bit of dry ice. Yeah, I'm going to come Titan in Tron. like Cliff Richard. It's going to be great. Oh, dude, please get a Titan Tron. <laughs> please. Just like go all in and oh, Cliff Richard Titan Smash Tron. glass noise. Walk in like Stone Cold. <laughs> and get Elton John to do it. Good. El- Elton John at his piano, just not even singing, but just singing how the Stone Cold song sounds. <laughs> just going, do 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 do. Oh, that'd be incredible. Let's see what I can do. Make it happen. Make it happen. Anyway, um, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other as always. Indeed. We'll see you next week for more probably discussions about Teletubbies now that I'm getting it's it's, it's getting in my head now. Like there, there's a lot a lot of things unexplained about them. Um, they're inside. <laughs> they're inside. They've made their way into my head. Brain worms. Teletubbies brain worms. Anyway, um, yeah, have a good week. And um, we'll we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. I hope that Trent Reznor wins an Oscar. Me too. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.